0: Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning. We're back. Donna morning and everybody. Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everybody. Good
1: morning, everybody. Hey, everybody. Stay focused today, guys, all right? Stay today.
0: All right, now I have to talk to you about the crown. Okay. Remember I was saying, like, I didn't, I am now noticing in this season of The Crown the sensationalism that is part of their presentation. That I had not noticed in the past seasons because I didn't live through those seasons. Right. Does that make sense? Like, I remember the news and following the royal family and the wedding and all that stuff and, and the stories and the tabloids and the you know, the books and everything that came out, but I didn't remember that, obviously, about the early days of of the Queen, and so I took it as...
1: Gospel truth.
0: Documented, yes. Mm-hmm. As if it were almost like a documentary. Well, right. but now I'm picking up on the fact that it's not all real. Well, Helena...
1: And it's always been that way. But yes, now we have a reference point of, as you mentioned, having lived through it.
0: Precisely. So... Helena Bonham Carter, who plays uh, Princess Margaret, the sister of the Queen, was on the Crown's official podcast, which I didn't even know existed, saying that she thinks Netflix has a moral responsibility to warn viewers that they are not watching a documentary. Um, she said there's a difference between... Our version and the real version and this is a drama not to be confused with a drama documentary so that kind of bums me out to some extent Mm. because I was really enjoying the earlier on the earlier seasons because it felt like oh this is all really what happened But I should say that the royal family is worried about Prince Charles reputation because he's our future king and she's they're worried about it as a result of the show. And the um, United Kingdom's culture secretary uh, secretary wants to address Netflix with concern about a generation um, of viewers who didn't live through these events and that he's afraid that they are going to mistake um, fiction for fact. Make sense? Yeah,
1: it does. Um, uh, To Helena Bonham Carter's point, I don't know if it's Netflix's moral responsibility to communicate that a show with Hollywood actors in it um, is not... A documentary like anything th- that is the the world's most abused and overused in Hollywood term which is based on a true story all that needs needs like there there's almost no underpinning to truth for that except okay these characters were involved and sometimes they even take liberties there I don't I, I I don't I don't feel the same way about this I get that because anytime there's a conversation with just two people don't you just think oh this is all made up
0: Sure. Because there's always two different sides to the story.
1: Not only that, but like, what about, let's go to the early seasons of The Crown. Mm -hmm. I don't know if both sides were journaling word for word what was said or these encounters with various people at the palace as they came in and talked with the Queen and even the Queen. I mean, the Queen is so tight-lipped about everything. How could we ever be privy to the nature of the conversations that she had with her husband? I mean, it's just so for me, I think it's sort of a... The rough history, like historical events, is generally true, but then there's a lot of the details in that the are- midst of that.
0: Sure. Well, this guy, the uh, culture minister, or the culture secretary, whatever he is, <laughs> says <laughs> yeah. he thinks that at the beginning of each episode, they should state this isn't true, but it's based around some real events. You know what they do do? Um, do do what they do do (laughs) at the beginning of these episodes lately, they put a warning about um, eating disorders because Mm. princess Diana suffered from bulimia. And there is some, there are some storylines that really show you some pretty heavy stuff that has to do with that. And, Obviously, that can be a trigger for somebody who might be suffering from an eating disorder. I think they even put a phone number or a website up. So if, you know, they, they feel a moral responsibility, at least in in that capacity, which I think is interesting. I,
1: I, I think know, the because then you could go into a whole bunch of different areas, right? With um,
0: With everything.
1: With art, yeah. With a lot of movies that a lot of them... Sorry, Pruderson, just have like unnecessary Mm -hmm. garbage in them or tough scenes of I'm thinking of like, what about scenes of sexual assault? Right. Like, should you then put a warning up for someone who could really be triggered in a negative way or pain brought to the surface all over again? It's interesting that they're doing that.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. So I just think it's interesting also that she's working for Netflix and kind of saying, yeah. And she's on their official podcast, again, speaking about um, Helena Bonham Carter's uh, comments, saying that she thinks that uh, Netflix has a moral responsibility to warn viewers that they aren't watching a documentary. I, I get it to some extent because you're talking about a family that rules, you know, quote unquote. That is a monarchy that's been around for, you know, hundreds of years And they're still in power. So I don't know. It
1: feels like right now it's informally getting that warning. That warning is maybe starting to spread a little bit anyway. Of just the conversation has changed now that we've entered the Diana chapter. Right. Where people are saying, okay, maybe this isn't all as true as we thought it was.
0: I found myself pausing the show and going, all right, hold on. (laughs) That's ridiculous what they're doing. They're trying to make a point and it's just a little exaggerated.